listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, Petro.com. Time for our legal segment. Joining me right now, he is our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, I'd like to start off, uh, boy, growing up, Cranston, the Dick Ernst, the Ernst family. You'd hear about this uh, this guy, Gordy Ernst, who was a phenomenal tennis player, hockey player. And then eventually he was uh, actually the tennis coach at Georgetown. And I, I remember hearing, and I think there was even a story about it, how he White House called, he went over to the White House, he was giving Michelle Obama, he like hit with the first lady, I think he was giving tennis lessons to the to the daughters. Well, anyhow, he got caught up in the varsity blues, the college admission scandal, and it it sounds like things have finally come to an end and they've come to some kind of an agreement and he will plead guilty. Yes, that was uh, late breaking news that he will be pleading guilty. It, it really is, um, you know, locally and it's a tragedy. I mean, as you say, the Ernst family had a stellar reputation. I mean, the dad got jammed up a little with uh, recruiting allegations yes, back in the that. day, back yeah. in the late 70s. But Gordy, you know, seemed to be living a charmed life. He was yeah. a great athlete. Um, he had a great personality. I guess he was very engaging. He had a wonderful run at Georgetown. Um, as you say, he was coaching members of the first family. Um, he, you know, was really plugged in in the D.C. area, in the community. Um, but things started getting bad for him. He got tied up with this guy, Singer, who would come up with this scheme to um, – get children of wealthy uh, families into schools like USC or Georgetown or others uh, by phonying up their um, records to depict them as being star athletes, either in rowing or in tennis or in other um, sports, um, which typically wasn't true. And the parents would pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to get their kids into these, you know, nationally recognized, respected institutions. Um, Singer gets jammed up um, when some of the families start to complain about his activities. Singer starts implicating everyone that he can, and he's got a cooperation agreement going, and Gordy gets caught up in the web. I guess separate and apart from Singer's activities, Gordy was looking like he was going to get jammed up because he started to run his own scam. He wasn't, yeah. he wasn't just fulfilling um, the request from Singer, who was the original money raiser. Gordy kind of went into business for himself oh. and was started shaking people down to get money directly. In fact, I believe in a couple of cases, um, kids who were applying to Georgetown who were clearly, clearly tennis standouts and clearly academically um, superior candidates um, were having trouble yeah. through the admission process. I think Gordy was, oh, you know, I'm not so sure your, your child is going to get in. And the shakedown begins. And some parents um, smelled a rat, didn't like it, and complained to the authorities about it. So Gordy was somewhat doomed because either these parents were going to get him or Singer was going to get him. Uh, he's maintained his innocence longer than most of the defendants. Yeah. Um, 
which tactically might have been a mistake because if he had come in from the cold earlier and started pointing the fingers at others while he still could, some consideration for cooperation. As it is, he's looking at, I think it's going to be in the four-year range for him to serve in a federal penitentiary. And um, he's got to disgorge or otherwise Otherwise, pay back. I believe it's about three point four million dollars. Is now, Tim Dodd? Holy cow! Now, what does that tell you that they are looking for that kind of money? Well, apparently, he was taking all of the money he was getting for his end of these bribes, and he mm. bought himself a house or a condo in D.C. He yep. bought himself a condo in Cape Cod. Yep. He joined, I guess, I think it's the Chevy Chase um, yep. golf club. club. Yeah. Um, all high-ticket, high-cost items. The feds, I know, are looking to liquidate at least his condo on the Cape and I believe his house in um, D.C. to claw back some of the money, and it won't be enough. I think his his house in um, or his condo in D.C. is worth maybe one, five, two mil, and his condo on the Cape is probably worth between a half a mil and maybe... 800,000 with today's prices, but those assets together won't cover the 3.4. So so Gordy could come out of jail, you know, maybe seven years from now, if he's, excuse me, if he gets four years to serve, he'll come out in like three, three years and three months. Yep. Looking at a huge um, financial obligation that he's going to have to over time pay back. So, his um, financial house of cards has certainly collapsed. I don't know if there's anyone else that he can implicate or provide information to the feds to lessen the hit he's going to take. I, I think he's waited too long, John. Tim Dodd, the fact that they are looking for $3.4 million, you know, initially people were hearing maybe there was a bribe of 400000 and so forth, but it sounds like, unless I'm wrong, but they, they want anything that you got because of that money, they, they, they want it. So it's not like you say, all right, I'll admit to these three bribes. Anything you were involved with, they're going to they're gonna grab it. Yes, and if the feds have documentation that, you know, parents A gave a kickback of 200000 parents B yep. of a half a million, and so on, you know, at those kind of six-figure numbers, it adds up pretty quickly. Um, and again, we don't really know how much Gordy got this money through Singer and how much he got when he went into business for himself. But yeah. uh, that's a substantial amount of money to get for bribes to get kids into colleges. It's amazing. It is. And, and uh, finally on this, uh, Tim Dodd, when you start to go through some of the transcript, you also see the problems that come in, which I think it's supposed to be 200000 up front, 200000 cash now once the first child gets in. And then, but then you have to go back and try to get, you know, collect that money. I think at one point, He's on the phone with someone who's either text message or whatever. They're like, hey, come on. I, I need the rest of that money. Now what are you going to do? The guy already paid the money or half of it. And then the child's in the school. It's um, I mean, it's the ultimate with a tangled web we weep. One final question, though, Tim Dodd, this story broke in March of 2019. He did seemingly I, I, I mean, I don't we don't know maybe what they were initially offering him. So maybe they were saying 10 years. So they got to dock down to four is potentially four is a good deal. I don't know. If, the judge is going to take anything off. But as you and I have discussed, he, he also missed out on that window of like Michael Cohen, who was Trump, President Trump's attorney. He got released because of COVID. So a lot of them were then 
just on home confinement, COVID seems to now be somewhat, you know, a little more out of, under control than it was. So I, I just question, did, you know, this is more than two years later. Was, was this worth the road he ended up going down? Well, John, that's an excellent point you bring up about the um, potential for a COVID release had he yeah. taken his punishment earlier. Um, it always seemed like they had him in the crosshairs and he was just forestalling the inevitable. I don't know if he gave much cooperation. Right. Separate and apart from the 3.4 mil, four years does not seem like an excessive sentence because there's multiple counts against this guy. And, you know, multiple families who would come in at a trial and testify about how much they had to kick back to Gordy in order to get their kid into Georgetown. Um, he would be a very unsympathetic person had this gone to trial. Oh. Um, so I, I don't think this outcome is a bad one for him. Four years is four years, and I'm not diminishing that, but I think oh. the hit he was subject to would have been a lot worse folks we're going to take a quick break a lot more attorney tim dodd right here on the john DePietro show today's monday that's right it is monday what a beautiful day folks monday september 20th you're listening to the john DePietro show on am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website which is dipetro.com i want to start off folks i want to thank everyone that came along what a uh, fantastic trip we had. Patriots, Jets. I want to thank Alan Hockman, his great team. Marilyn, of course, and Cheryl. And uh, Dolo was there. And also Jeannie, everyone that came along on the trip. It was a wonderful trip down to New York City and then uh, into the Meadowlands, New Jersey, with the Patriots. And Mac Jones got their first victory over the Jets. So it was tremendous weather. Maybe you watched it. I'll tell you, folks, several thoughts about this. Number one. New York adjusting their restaurant scene where now they have the outdoor seating and special seating and added seating um, along into the street and the curb. And it's just so inviting. And it also it makes me realize, you know, I know different restaurant people in our area that have said that many times when they've tried to do some kind of outdoor seating or an expansion and the building inspectors are all over them and giving them a hard time and it's it's um it's just ri ridiculous how it is that way sometimes and um but new york so what they do is if you are vaccinated you go inside otherwise you just sit outside and it was so beautiful especially on saturday that's where you'd want to be that's observation number one number two really makes you appreciate the pre patriot franchise because the jets there were so many people there first of all the game wasn't even sold out number one number two and it was a beautiful day uh, but there's so many people that just go to the jet game because they are either, they are literally trying to give away tickets just to get people in there. That is a franchise that is a mess. Um, right now, Mac Jones, I believe is the top rookie quarterback in the NFL. I think that was the right choice by Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniel to make him the starter, but you really have appreciation for the Patriot franchise, what Bob Kraft, what they put together. Granted, listen. I would love it if Tom Brady was still the quarterback as well. But it just shows you um, the difference in franchises. I mean, the Jets, they just don't have a strong fan base. And they have a phenomenal rookie quarterback. You never would have known it yesterday. There he was throwing four interceptions with Zach Wilson. But um, 
But the Patriots, it, it just even has to do with the fans, the people there. They were all bailing out to go back into the parking lot. Uh, there were many people sitting around us that I, I think there's some special deal that if you're a giant season ticket holder, and they're also having a tough time, but they're a stronger organization and fan base, that you somehow get like some special deal on tickets because the the regular Jet fan, they have the guy going around trying to get build excitement and everything else. Um, we, we are fortunate with what the, the Patriot way is with Bill Belichick, Bob Kraft, and it was Brady, and what they built. And uh, and it, it's, a, it's a well-founded football team. Listen, Brady's not there. Gronk's not there. Edelman's not there. I wish they were. But uh, it's a new, exciting team. There was a big road win. And also, folks, again, part of, uh, of being in New York, I mean, listen, New York was really alive this weekend. But, um, but how much it's been impacted by the mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio, who's a huge progressive and, you know, as I think of it, I didn't see a big police presence. I just realized that I, I felt very safe. We didn't see any incidents. I didn't see anyone that was even remotely sketchy, even though New York has uh, faced some headlines from that. And it's very difficult with some of the restaurant workers where now they have to be police and asking for the vaccination cards and, and all this other stuff. So it, listen, it's been a difficult time, but I think... Um, but, you, you know, you saw the way Cuomo was drummed out of office. Uh, Mayor Alorza is uh, very unpopular. He cannot run for governor because his poll numbers are so low. De Blasio is uh, basically, you know, he's term limited out. I'm not sure what he's going to do. But it's good to see there is some pushback for many of these progressives and, and what their policies are. And, you know, closer to home, folks, when you, you step back, you really see the state needs some balance. You know, I, I saw that on, on a local news program they had. And, and, you know, joining us is the you have uh, Speaker Joe Sakachi, white male, Dan McKee, Democrat, white male, Speaker, uh, excuse me, Senate President Dominic Ruggiero, Democrat, white male. I mean, the state needs some Republicans to somehow find a way into the conversation, because otherwise what you, you basically just have uh, some moderate Democrats in power that are trying to you know keep the biden people happy they're just like fighting off the progressives but they still just kind of really just go with organized labor and they drink from the same well and i just think it's it's so limited as far as where the the state can go uh i'm going to talk more uh coming up about that that amazon situation when you think about it you know the media didn't cover it a lot but citizens bank they certainly had an opportunity to to stay in they could have stayed in providence and built a big campus in providence and they didn't want to do that you know the the democrat party basically gives mayor alorza a pass he is real and the people of providence that put him in it's the people on the east side that guy the damage done under him with citizens bank pulled out they could have built they could have built a big campus that they have in johnson and 195 they didn't want anything to do with providence and then the same thing now with uh, Amazon. They could have built right off Allen's Avenue. They even could have then promoted it like, hey, you could also have ships come up. But I, I think certainly Democrat leaders, they, they kind of give a lures for a pass. Um, you, 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 uh, the, the state would be better served if there was a business person that was running the city that understood property values, that understood the importance of business that understood uh, law enforcement, quality of life. Um, when the progressives are given a chance, folks, they're, they're like shown to be what they are, which are people who just should not be in power. 
period. So, all right, again, I want to uh, thank everyone in a good big hello. It was a really tremendous trip, a lot of fun. Uh, again, great job by uh, Alan Hockman, folks, 274 trip, 401, 274 trip. I think he's he is doing Patriots to Miami, but it was a uh, great road win. It was also, you know what, it also it felt good to kind of get out of Rhode Island a little bit. Like many other people have not been traveling because of the pandemic. So all in all, all right, a lot ahead right here on the John DePietro Show.